0: Rap, I the podcast for the smoke, yeah. I what's going on family it's your man k to the second letter i am here on a special edition of south side rabbi i got the coat over shoulders ooh, all right ooh. I, i'm sitting here below the his glory alone side we are in the lobby of hga productions i am seated here next to the illustrious The industrious, the one who cannot be flustered, the one whose power does not need to be mustered, the one who uses the ketchup with the mustard. I'm a rapper, y'all! The guy who stands seven foot seven in thought, mind, heart, and conviction. The man who has been able to single-handedly interpret the hardest text of scripture in history. The man who stands distinct from all other men that calls into question the very inspiration of Genesis chapter 3. How could we all have been made equal? Genesis chapter 1, 27, and 28. How could we have all been created equal in a world that I mean lives in? You tell me that. Oh no, you didn't. The man, the myth, the movement. The message. <laughs> I mean, highly esteemed Hudson, do me a favor and make some noise for my guy one time. This guy, this guy. I don't, this man has been practicing his edification
1: in battles. the morning, bro. I wake and up I, and I read and the text that says like, I'll do each other." An what honor. is happening right now? What is happening? Because right now, who I'm sitting next to on my left? Wow. Is is he's talking about the man? the 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 legend this is this man is an experience
0: oh wow oh wow this is this is a this is a man that you have to actually
1: experience firsthand right Mm. i'm standing next to listen this man's the way that this man is able to put ideas and thoughts together My, my, my 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 somebody like winston churchill would raise from his grave stop it Somebody like MLK would raise from his grave and say, what kind of
0: orator is this? Wow. This man said Winston Churchill, <laughs> the greatest, the greatest uh, speaker. Winston
1: Churchill would sit down with KB and say, I just need you to give me a couple pointers. Here's some talks that I gave that have made historical impact, but I'm, I'm afraid that they haven't made enough impact. Once I hear the way that you are able to speak. The way that you are able to put together ideas extemporaneously off the top is just in a way that I cannot even. (laughs) All he's doing is supporting what I said. Do you hear the brilliance? No, it's not. It's not brilliance (laughs) when you're next to this guy right here. Let me not tell you about the man that when he was in college was doing uh, extensive book reports in 24 hours when everybody else was taking eight weeks. Don't let this man fool you. Don't hey, let that it, is true. Hold on. don't let this man fool you. That, that when true. if you go on his Instagram page, he posted a picture of, of his prepubescent self on an on ID in college, <laughs> walking around with a backpack twice his size. I was 15. 15 years old attending college, graduating with an associate's degree when he graduated high school. Don't let this man fool you that he is not brilliant. Deep. I mean deep. Okay? I'm talking about the experience. That is KB underscore HGA, who needs to name his next tour, the KB experience, because you need to experience this man. Don't get it twisted. And if you haven't seen it, that means you missed it. Wow, that rhymes. Right? I know. He's that good. I used to be a rapper. He's that good. I'm talking about K to the second letter, not a second (sighs) better. Kevin Elijah smooth and groove. Don't leave your Bible around him. True theologian for real. Ask all of the scholars in history for real.
0: Wow, bro. That's Kevin Elijah's move, man. Listen, I mean, it is an honor to be (laughs) friends with you, brother. (laughs) But let us not get caught up in our own selves. No. Because we need to clear the path. We need to make... Room. First we of all, need... we, we
1: are like a John the Baptist to this man. Do you understand to to what you about. we're about to do? We right have now. come forward to just, make, to just make way. Behold the flame for someone who is coming after us. Listen, who, who, who is greater than us, whose who's sandals, whose is that we are not willing to even tie or untie.
0: Our guest for today stands as more than a man, he stands as a monument. <laughs> The man that we have on today stands as more than a rapper. He stands as a cosmological philanthropist of proportions that cannot be expressed. (laughs) The man that we have... And first of all, let me just stop and say the man that we have on today brought us a tea that has caffeine in it that has me so turned right now. It is. I have been traveling for the last three days, and this literally is all of the energy Listen, it's in this cup that is in front of I'm us so right now. I'm so turned
1: off this tea that my back is sweating. You understand Holy me? my back.
0: Okay. All right. Get back. I'm sorry. Excuse me. The man that we have with us today has single-handedly changed the path of history through his books, through his albums, through his explicit, faithful standing on the word of God. The man that we have with us today, we are honored to be breathing the same air that flame Marcus Gray. T, we got the T. Oh, we got to put the T in there. (laughs) The T stands for the cross, baby. (laughs) This man that we have with us today, we are honored to be in his presence. Do me a favor and make some noise. For my good, good friend, Flame. Wow, Wow. (laughs) gentlemen. Yes. Oh my goodness!
2: Yes, God bless you, bro. My eyes are red because I'm like crying laughing. <laughs> Just, that's why my eyes are red. I'm
1: if telling you, man, to... we got to take down all the Confederate monuments and put f- monuments of flame. <laughs> hey, that's what we're gonna do, dog. In, in, Sign, in, the in, in, Sign the petition. Sign the petition. Yes, a man who's really about freedom. Yes, yes, in Christ. Yes. Now we
0: have. We we could go on and on about Flame's real life impact on us. Mm-hmm, uh, I right. mean, is sitting here today partly because of me. Repeating Flame's lyrics to him almost 15 right. years ago. And and it was the
1: first Christian hip hop album I had actually really heard. Yeah. Where I was like, oh, this is Christian hip hop? I thought Christian hip hop was like,
0: and we go in, and we move into Jesus. and we <laughs> Yeah. Did. So when I was like, the Angel told Mary and right. Joe the way to go. They had a baby boy, and the rest you know. <laughs> that was a real so, line. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. I remember that when I well, heard another uh, so kid.
1: So that's what I thought Christian hip hop was. And then when I met KB, I heard Flame, and I was like, yo, what is this? He was like, oh, is this dude named Flame. Yeah,
0: man. And Flame had this this website called flame314.com. He had this section Mm -hmm. on it called um, Discipleship from a Distance, man. Yeah. The first discipler in my life Mm -hmm. who took me deep in theology Mm -hmm. and love for God and commitment to mission was this man right here.
1: I was on there looking. I was like, oh, he was giving systematic theology books, commentaries, and I was going and copping them.
0: So we studied his albums, Mm -hmm. uh, Flames Impact on Us. Uh, He is still a hero of mine and always will be. Um, And one of my favorite people in the world. I am honored that he now lives in Tampa, Florida. Uh, I tell people that's partly because of me. Champa Bay, baby. And uh, that, that's why. We were champions when Flame moved here several years <laughs> wow. ago. Brady came and was the icing on top. But, uh, Doc, thank you so much for being here. Welcome man, to the show. For sure. I'm honored.
2: Gentlemen, for thank sure. you, man. I love the podcast. Mm. Y'all are truly blazing a trail. Uh. And uh, seriously, thanks for having me. Facts.
0: Facts. Facts. Before we, we go it. any further, we do want to say that this episode is brought to you by three institutions. Number one, the Patreon community. God bless you. Thank you so much for your support. We also want to give a shout out to our sponsor, CSB. Oh, yes. The Translation. They have partnered with us. God bless you. We have our CSB Bibles, but they're at our studies right now. Right. Because we were there at 3 a.m. this morning, weeping over the scriptures, trying to beseech the throne. Amen. On behalf of God's people. No, that's, that's not happening. I was on a flight. <laughs> but um, we do have... Uh, the box, so we don't have our actual Bibles. So <laughs> basically, you got the form. We have the form of the
2: CSB, but <laughs> they're we're denying do. the power <laughs> yeah. thereof.
0: This is exactly, exactly. true. Yes, um, and also Samaritan Ministries, a wonderful Christian approach to healthcare. We have a link for you uh, to engage with underneath this video. Now we got a special one for you today. Mm-hmm. We about to talk about some culture. We're about to talk about some theology. We're about to lean in to the mind and heart of flizzy flame, the great. Mm. Yes, sir. Mm. I would like to start this conversation off. One of the the challenges for the Christianity of the land is to accept that the the world is not black and white, (sighs) that there is all kinds of complexities and nuances and that not even theology. We're going to get into this in a minute, that our theology isn't as... You know, one plus one equals two. And there's the answer. Let it go. But there's all kinds of. And I think you bring up the that that discussion around the justifiable lie uh, or uh, I've heard it called righteous deception, Mm -hmm. where clearly in in Exodus, okay, you have these women, these Hebrew midwives, Mm -hmm. in effort to protect these boys that Mm -hmm. were these newborn uh, babies, they lied to. The Pharaoh, mm-hmm. and in doing so, they did not incur. They did not then uh, get the judgment mm-hmm. and disdain of God. They got the praise and acceptance right. of God. They got the applause right. of heaven. Right. That's tricky. Yeah, from, that doesn't yeah. fit well. Yeah, but that's right there in the scripture. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this is. We were talking about this before they we, we turned the cameras on about how scandalous the Bible is to regular human thought you, you got you got prostitutes and murderers and and um you know people sleeping with their sister and and all these weird like things that you would think those are the guys that you want to erase from your book get right. them out right david does not to be jesus came from the line of david right it's the wrong guy <laughs> he had to come from the line of Leonidas or somebody <laughs> somebody more put together you know right, what i'm saying right, right. no like but this is the scandal of grace. Amen. It's the scandal of grace that it is that which tames the messiness. Mm-hmm. It works in, through, around, and sometimes utilizes the messiness for the story of redemption. Right. And I think that letting that sit on us is a, is a difficult thing for, for, for the 2021 believer who has been told, especially I think about as a young Christian, how going through Bible college— if one of the themes I think for the, for my, my existence there was that we have all the answers, right? it's was one of the themes. we know how that works. You're saying that because of this, you're not saying that because of this, if you, there's everything is neat, nice and put together. Mm-hmm. And then you leave Bible college and you get into a church and now you're sitting in front of, of people. Who are real they're not case studies mm-hmm. they're not arguments you know shut, shutting somebody down from some argument that you that you this is not theoretical, right This is real. Then you find out looking at somebody who comes to you, let's say take same-sex attraction, for example, and they say, "Hey, listen, I am there's not an ounce of desire in my body for the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. You're going to say, Adam made, God made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve, that's your That's going to be your your counsel. <laughs> How do you sit with people? That they're loved and discipled and that they're cared for where you don't, you know, and particularly thinking about that, because we've had that happen many, many times in mm-hmm, our community. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you sit with people patiently and how do you not make their sexuality the aim of God's goal in their life? All God wants to do is make them not gay. Right, right. Because that's the black and white answer, right? Stop being gay. I mean, it's the same thing we do with with with, with the conservative Christians' response to poverty. Stop being poor, right? Hey, just stop. stop just it. quit. Stop yeah. it. All you got to do is uh 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 uh, and you'll be there. Yeah, it's it, it's a it's a reduction. It's loveless, and it does not sit with as I'm. I'm actually very very happy. I'm encouraged that that we're still trying to say what what what, what was trying to be what. <laughs> Underneath all this messiness, is there an ounce of the, the image of God right, in there, a right, cry for right. something greater. Yeah. but that also makes the conversation more complicated. Yeah yes. it absolutely it does.: does. <laughs> <laughs> And I think it's you, know, it's interesting
2: too, because if, if it's overexpressed um, of how horrible the human condition is, mm. right? So we do acknowledge that mm-hmm. because of Adam's sin, all humans are born. Underneath this curse, right? Um, but at the same time, that doesn't mean we're as bad as we can be. That doesn't right. mean of course uh, uh, such a fine quality to us mm-hmm. that is inherent to uh, humanity, a right. good thing that God has placed in us. Mm. So, if you're taught to think, uh, let's just say something like a total depravity, if mm-hmm. the way you understand that is that uh, people are just, you know, filthy maggots, mm-hmm. yes.
0: Which is language we have heard. Oh, yeah. I'm nothing from but the we're, we're just dirt. We're <laughs> maggots,
2: right. Smoldering, so if, smicket. If you sort of move into real life. No, that's real. That's true, though. If you move into real life and you're engaging people under that auspices, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Under that sort of notion of this person is vile and he's a filthy maggot. That already blocks you from engaging them as a complex Ooh. creature. Right. Ooh. Right. Right. So you sort of force them into your category, and then you can't see them for who they are. You only Mm. see them for the categories you've been taught to understand them. Right, right, right. And I think that's sort of where it gets fuzzy with Christians being able to be in the world and not of it, because we have to almost think the worst of people. Right. Then allowing, yes, the the nature of the human being is corrupt, but this could be a nice, good man, a good woman smart and contributes good to the world. Sure. Even a gang member can say. Don't join this gang, bro. right? Yeah, 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 Go to practice. Go to college. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that is something that um is still in the human condition that I think oftentimes with that black and white cookie cutter understanding of the human condition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it throws us off. It I does. think yeah,
1: I think so good. man, I think what flame Ooh. said is it's fire cuz you think about how we get taught total depravity, right? Sure. That man cannot do good, right? Like man is not good. Yeah. And man can't do good in the sense that even if he does do good, it's not really good. Because the heart right. because he's a sinner. <laughs> that's, right, that's right, that's right, that's right. And I remember, I'd never forget years ago when we got to live in faith, our pastor was like, let me ask y'all a question. If a person that doesn't know Jesus builds a hospital where people can come and they can get healed, is that good? Are they doing something that's good? And I would be like, you know what, you know, my theology was like, no. <laughs> yes, but no, right. because it says that anything that is not, not done of faith is sin. That's right, bingo. So everything, everything that they are doing, it, it's good, but it's it's not it's not good at the same time, right? Because they're still sinner. It doesn't matter because they're going to go to hell if they die. That's yep. that. Yep. That's kind of how you're taught to think about it. Oh, yeah. And he would say, no, but it's good though, right? And we were all we would have these conversations. and He would say, I think that there's a difference between something not being good and then something not being good. Enough to earn your way in the, yes, the heaven. he the would say. It's a difference between not being good and not being good enough. So what he was like we we're saying is that you can't do enough good to earn righteousness before God. Yes. But you can do good, and it should be called good, and it should be recognized as good, and yes. it should be. And and I feel like what we were taught the way that we were taught total depravity is that n- nothing is good. Nobody can we no nobody is good. No, not one. Right? Can the zebra change his like we would we would, we, we would bring stripes. all of these all of these <laughs> passages that essentially says that humans cannot do good and we miss the context. Yeah. Because the context of the authors of scripture, I, I I believe if we are honest, is that you cannot do enough good to earn your righteousness, your righteousness before yes, God. Same. They're not saying that people can't do good things, that people can't be recognized for doing like like that, you cannot find this this redemption of good in people. Right, I I feel like we would literally have to engage in some kind of cognitive dissonance for us to stand before a person that is obviously doing good things and say this
0: person is not. And then we'll turn around and preach the Good Samaritan, right? And and call him right. the Good Samaritan. The Samaritan is a person outside the faith right. community who Jesus says be like that. Be guy. like that guy. And then and then
1: we find ourselves not even being able to say this is a like I, I found myself because of my theology not even being able to say this is a good person
0: yes yeah yeah if yeah, they yeah. weren't
1: a christian I'd be like well, well technically no one is good so yeah, there I'm are not no gonna, good people there are no good people and that's not even it's, it's so it's, good that
0: you said that I just right. want to say this that's real really quick measy, no, go ahead. is that even when we say man this is a good dude right here right I'm not saying that he is good enough to earn the 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 kind of uh a persuasion of God right the God's like right. oh shoot I got to say this dude right, right. man just like I need this dude no, no one's suggesting that right that that's not the the point what we're saying is the image of God is active enough in this individual right. that they are displaying aspects of the heart and character of God yeah
1: I mean this person is not Jeffrey Dahmer <laughs> That's
0: right like like like, like See, but that's think, how we act but that's what I was going to say I was gonna, we, we, Go we, the,
1: the, the depravity teaches us to to literally treat every single person including ourselves when we think about total depravity like a sociopath. Yes. Everybody is Jeffrey Dahmer.
0: That's right. So everybody,
1: you, you, even the guy that's the, even the guy that is going to work, provide for his family, doesn't shoot on his wife, uh volunteers at the shelter, maybe he doesn't know God, but he does a lot of good in his neighborhood, good guy, good neighbor, just good person. Yeah. That guy is might as well be Jeffrey Dahmer if he doesn't yeah.
0: know Jesus. That's how we are taught to view it him. Is. While I'm at home on my computer just reading articles about doing good, <laughs> Reading books about doing good. Yeah. Folks are out there with the Peace Corps changing the world and they're all devils. Right, yeah. Yeah. right.
2: Yeah, right. That's real. Because I heard an analogy, um, you know, in my time reading through a lot of, um, you know, Calvinistic literature. Um, good things there. Mm-hmm. But I remember one of the analogies that I read it said that um, all human beings in their heart condition, the heart condition is like, A barrel filled with unlit TNT sticks. Mm -hmm. And all it takes is for you to throw a match in that barrel and it would explode. Mm -hmm. So basically, they're conditioning you to think Mm -hmm. everybody is just one step away, just one step away from being this vile, corrupt. And I get it. Um, but you sort of like we are like we're saying, you you walk around with that sentiment, yeah, and you're seeing people like that as you do the mundane. Right. And I think that does, you know, mm-hmm. make it difficult for you to really engage. And I and other thing too, I think it it it's a low view of God's creation. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's yes, Say I that. going. Go ahead. Yeah, low yeah, yeah. yeah. view ahead. of God's creation. And I and I love how Luther talks about how, you know, he talks about the hidden God mm-hmm. and God um caring for his world. Through humans as his hands and his feet, right, right. So if you know a doctor or the scientists who are working on vaccines or behind the scenes doing great things for people, that is God caring for mm-hmm. His people yes. through human hands, right? Amen. But if you if you are so fixated on some toxic view of spirituality, you feel like you know if a doctor heals you, you want to give all the glory to God because you feel like. <laughs> The doctor didn't heal me that was God yeah. because in your mind there's a there's a conflict between the mm. doctor doing something and God himself without right. means doing it. right right. What you think it's more spiritual if God himself does it without Woo-hoo. means right but true spirituality is God using means
0: yeah. right
1: that's, that's the main engages- way he but it's the main way he engages us yes. oh, even in scripture
0: does God o- God only provides for you when the groceries show up at your doorstep and nobody See, nobody and then, or and, you
1: open a refrigerator and it's full and, and, and nobody me, knows how it got there so I'm right I'm, I'm, I'm the miraculous I just, I
0: just turned in the, the first draft of my my book uh Last week, and I have a chapter on there because I'm, I'm I'm trying to in the book differentiate between the Christianity of la- of the land mm-hmm. and the pure peaceable Christianity of Christ. It's really following Frederick Douglass's kind of theology. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I realized yesterday, as I was talking to my guitar player Deshaun, uh who comes from a black church kind of background, and uh, he was talking about how I was talking to him about how a lot of times for us Christianity. Is been told to us to be way more magical, where it's basically like your your prayers are like spells. And if you have the right kind of spell, it will then move the heart of God, and then the heart of God will then make things ex nihilo appear before you. So that's the kind of story. And then he started talking about how, yo, what you just described is exactly why, and I talk about this in the book as well, why we're so hostile towards Science and th- or not even science, but uh therapy. Yeah, the, the reason why you're so hostile towards working through issues and struggles and addictions through treatment because it seems like a a lapse in trusting God. Right. I, I told this. Oh, I told this story about so how good. I was in the book about how I was uh, at this um this church, and my I have a real problem with my vocal cords. In fact, I you can you can hear it in my voice right now. I've, I had two shows. Um, and uh, my, my vocal cords just get traumatized quickly. Mm-hmm. So I had this concert. It was a long. I had a bunch of shows that week, and I was like, "Hey, I need some. Do you have some ibuprofen to take down the swelling on my um on my?" And again, that's a little. That's a free little uh, trick. If you're losing your voice, take ibuprofen. It'll it'll help mm. you get your voice back. But anyways, water and ibuprofen. Anti-inflammatory. Water, ibuprofen. Sleep. Um. So uh, I asked this this lady. She uh, was the pastor's wife, actually you know, when she was taking care of us, she was hosting us. I asked her, could I have some ibuprofen? You know, and she said, why don't you ask God to heal you? And I said, you don't think that God can heal me through ibuprofen? She said, oh, I, I, well, um. Short circuit. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah, I guess. And she, that was kind of the end of the conversation. But it opened up a good conversation with me and my band because I said, guys, let's talk about something. Do you realize in the medieval times, the folks who are on the front lines of creating medicine and hospitals to rescue people were christians right and what they thought that they were doing in their prayers And in their study Was bringing the kingdom of God Down to bear on the earth Through the medications That they were developing So 150 years 200 years ago They were praying That God would give them The knowledge To put together A kind of elixir That they could put into a pill That you can take And ingest And it would reduce the swelling Inside your body Mm -hmm. They prayed for that God answered the prayer They developed it Now here I stand In 2021 And I have answered prayer in a bottle of Motrin. And yet here we are not saying, thank you, Lord, for answered prayer. It's not, put that aside. Let's wait for God to do it without the Motrin. So what we are doing is we're missing. We're missing on the fact that the, um, the, the hidden face of God i have bought it's it's from luther i've always been it's the same as that concept we call it the mask of god mm-hmm. that god has this mask on at the grocery store in the public's worker who's giving right. you his food giving right. you your food and providing right. for you god has this mask on in the garbage man cleaning up the streets making sure that the sanitation doesn't spill over and start making us sick god has a mask on in the surgeon that he is there present helping you to get whole. right The supernatural and the natural are a continuum in God. They're two different things, but they're a continuum in God's eyes. And when God does do something without means, it is a special moment of extra glory, perhaps, for him. But it doesn't mean his glory isn't just... Uh, as is it present and just as amazing because you took Motrin or you got chemotherapy to help you deal with something that you were going through. In fact, that's the way God likes to get stuff right, done. Right. He's a slow cooker that likes to use the things he's made to accomplish his purposes.
1: Yeah, it's, it's crazy because we act like God uses his world to accomplish his will, bro. Bang. Perfect. We because we, we, what we're saying statement. is that God doesn't use His world. God yeah. doesn't. The world is separate from Him. <laughs> he bears down His supernatural powers on it and and fixes stuff miraculously, and that's it. He's created this world, but He doesn't use His world as a means to get things done. And that's ridiculous. It's almost a, like God is separated or outside of His own creation, right? Yeah. And it makes and, and like you said, it's 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 not. We don't see the miraculous in the fact that the reason why we don't have a hundred million wo- women that have the issues of blood is because of modern medicine yes yeah. wow that's what that, that right because that's what we are that's what we're saying we're yeah. saying that every like like the only the only way in which that gets dealt with is the way that god dealt with it with her right yeah. we don't look at it we don't look at it and say no god has dealt with the the, the woman of issue that had the issue of blood billions of times over by giving us modern medicine yeah, that's yeah. that's 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 not what because we are only looking for the miraculous it's almost like what we did in the satanic panic episode where we say The only reason, the only way that we really see, we think about Satan working is in like the -the over-the-top, supernatural, super demonic stuff. You don't see, you don't look at it being just as like demonic if you are like, Flying off the handle at your wife because of yeah. your, you know what I'm saying. You don't look uh-huh. at that as evil as like a six 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 on. Or, a, or right. on a, uh,
0: Paul says that if you deny people marriage or say they can't eat certain foods, that's the doctrine of demons. Right, Fact. right. But we Fact. only see the demonic in like the over the
1: top, uh, uh, uh sensational. Yeah. But we do the same with God that we think that God only, and, and then we only think that God works in the sensational, not in the mundane. And then when you were talking about that, makes us fearful of things like therapy. That makes us fearful of things like modern medicine. In, in in certain sense, especially like in certain fundamental senses, but I also think that it it makes us hostile to other things like the freaking social sciences. Yes, yes, yes. Then yes. we get hostile to stuff like anthropology and sociology, and we say, "Hey, it's the same thing." I don't see. We don't, don't need any of that stuff. Yeah. This tells us every single thing we need to know about every single human being that there is. All of it is in here, black and white. Right. And and it's like. Uh, I don't think that that's how God intended it he to be it? no I don't think that yeah. God you wanted his word to be used as an answer for absolutely everything. That's why I always say like there's certain kind of epistemological things that the Bible doesn't answer. I cannot go to the Bible to see whether or not Abraham Lincoln was a real person. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> if I want to know if if you're not looking good, good enough, that's <laughs> right <laughs> you're not right If I want to know look if again, were, I mean, look again. Right, were black people enslaved in America. Well, the Bible has that answer. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It, it doesn't. I'm sorry, it doesn't. The Bible is other, supposed to be the final the, authority. The, yes, the it doesn't Bible doesn't mean that
0: nothing else has authority. Right.
1: The Bible gives us the principle, but God has given us other means to be able to excavate certain truths about what is happening in society. Right. But I, and I think it's the same way that God has given us means to be able to bring forth His. Blessing and power within society in things like modern medicine, yes, um, and in and in other areas as well. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's good. It's,
2: it's so interesting. So you talk about the devil and, mm-hmm. and and spiritual warfare and all that kind of stuff. So one, you see, um, when when Timothy was having issues with his stomach, Paul just. <laughs> Recommends some regular medicinal oh, wow. drink, drink some wine, drink some good wine for your belly. You feel me? Um, the other thing you see is, uh, so we kind of live on the other side of the enlightenment, which mm-hmm. is really just an attempt to rid, you know, modern thought of the spookiness of the old world and all of the religiosity, Right. you know what I'm saying? But ultimately it does seem like a spiritual attack on Christ. Mm. If you go to the book of, um, first john you'll see john was dealing with the early forms of gnosticism right right right? which is just a school of thought that the physical is evil evil evil, right Right. flesh is evil which ultimately was an attack on jesus's Mm. divinity right 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 that's so good so earlier on this was an attack against ultimately christianity itself the nature of jesus himself right so jesus isn't fully man fully god um then he can't redeem all of who we are as humans. Right. That's the importance that people like Athanasius fought against: is preserving the reality of Jesus' humanity, mm-hmm. because he has to take on humanity fully to deal with all of the messed upness of our humanity. Yes, right. Yes, right. Right. But again, it does seem like there's this this attack on natural things um, as some lower form of spirituality that ultimately discredits. Christianity right. wow. and it seems like it's still the devil's end game is to make mm. us think spirituality is something else that doesn't involve what God actually says it involves and right. what Jesus actually took on within himself and he's forever the God man. It's already right. the trinity is mind blowing. Now Christ takes on humanity and brings it up into the Godhead Whoa. forever, forever, Whoa. yes, Yes, forever, yes, yes. So
1: is creation must be a good thing. It has to be. You feel me? It makes me think like, it's powerful. Do we think, why would God create the natural world? <laughs> Bang. If God did not care anything about the natural processes of things, why would he create the natural world? Right. Why would we just not be zooming around in a supernatural world? Why would, because uh, it, 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 it could have easily been done that way too. Sure. We could have easily been orbs floating around with some kind of ethics Doing everything in a supernatural sense, but he created the natural world. Yeah. Why? Yeah, that wasn't a result of the fall. Him creating the natural world wasn't a result of the fall. Facts, facts, yeah.
0: facts. I even think about the story of of Elijah. Um, I, I have this it's crazy. I keep plugging my book, but uh, I also have this. I, I was talking to Flame about this before you got here, Meansy, That that I have this chapter in the in the book that's on enjoying your life, a Christian, you know, Theology. call. Mm-hmm to enjoy your life as you can right we understand that things are going to press against us suffering persecution things that things will interrupt that mm-hmm. but the idea of flourishing shalom right the idea of shalom in the scripture is a wholeness a kind of uh, um blessed fruitfulness mm-hmm. that includes joy right and i think about the story of elijah who obviously has this showdown with the prophets of Baal on, on, on this mountain. Mount um, baby. Mount Cornwall. Mount yeah. Cornwall. He's the St. Louis over Mount Cornwall. We out here. <laughs> we out here. So on, 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 so on this mountain, they have this showdown. The prophets of Baal are trying to get their God to, to show out in, in front of the living God. Uh, Elijah is just... Embarrassing them. He's laughing mm-hmm. at them, taunting them. Like, is your God on the toilet right now? Um, you know, you wake him up. Maybe why don't y'all scream louder? Yeah, I love that. You know, that kind sleep? of thing. He, he might sleep? be asleep right now. Yeah, boy, and petty. uh and then Elijah. <laughs> y'all got like, on, you want to see Petty? that was, Yeah, yeah. Nah, he was being maybe petty sleeping Is your God That's on the smoke pit. break right maybe, now? Maybe, maybe he's, smoking. Maybe he's, maybe he's him, sleep, guys. Let him finish up this Marlboro. He'll be he'll be right the out. Petty Prophet. when of them Newports is done. The Petty Prophet. When he finished that pack of Newport short he'll Here He got he got you. Then Elijah calls down fire from heaven um, and essentially shows that the living God is the true God. Elijah gets off of the mountain after this. And and, and we forget the fact that coming off the mountain, God gives him the supernatural power to run fast. Well, so yeah, I was even thinking like, about that. You know, he's just he's interacting like with that. God. Right, so right. anyways, he gets to the bottom of the mountain. he finds out that Jezebel, who's this this force in the land, mm-hmm. was after him and wanted him dead. And he started to, he started to freak out. He started freaking. freak. So he's in he's in the valley, like, yo, I'm about to die. Man, I'm finna just kill myself and get this thing over with because I know I sold it for me. Yeah. And the Bible says that he went to sleep. Mm-hmm. He got some rest. Yeah. And when he woke up, God did not give him a four-point sermon <laughs> on his doubt. And God didn't say, Man, let, let me, let me, listen, read this here book right here <laughs> on trust and not yeah. fear. And you know, God said, Here's some food. Yeah. Right. He fed, he fed him. Yeah. He eat. That's what it says. Eat, which shows the power of a good nap and a good meal in a response to spiritual panic. Oh. <laughs> and, and, and we miss that the part of and C.S. Lewis wrote about this extensively in um, the Screwtape Letters mm-hmm. when he was saying one of the, the devil's tactics is to make you think that the world has no spiritual benefit to it so mm-hmm. you're over here think about my brothers and 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 our fight against uh purity online you're like pray jesus please just stop the feelings and you're praying 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 and you have all these means around you from community to therapy to replacing that with 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 other in, the right. good enjoyable things mm-hmm. that feel good to you like a good meal or, or or a good hobby or what all these things things that we mind you we get it when we're talking about alcohol addiction. When <laughs> To AA groups, right. all of the steps to recovery we have, we need to wield the world around you. Right. But when it comes to, if I think about something like pornography, it we 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 get into that that gnosticism where it's like it's a spiritual issue that can only be solved through a miraculous magical means right? right right and we don't see the way that god would have us to take advantage of regular things sometimes i was talking to a brother uh, last week who had an issue with, in his marriage and, and, and we started talking about the fact that he he's sleeping a few hours a night mm. of course you on edge right. you ain't sleeping too much right 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 sometimes you just need to focus on sleeping bro get yeah. some rest <laughs> pray rest Thanks. amen I do want us to continue in the, con- the theology conversation flame. Mm-hmm. Flame has very publicly <laughs> left his reformed calvinistic uh Sips tea. <laughs> We got to get the tea ready the for asterisk. this. So he is done with with John Calvin for the most oh, part. My God. And reformed theology re- 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 not reformed theology. How would you how about we like, let you say it? Yeah. <laughs> um
2: so I would say um my thoughts have been developed by Um, the Lutheran Reformation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, so I've been able to look at the Reformation and as it was understood from the Calvinistic Mm -hmm. sort of indoctrination. I've been able to broaden that. So now I would have more of a Lutheran thought Mm -hmm. in a way I process theology, which also took me back to the ancient church as well.
0: Yes, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that in my relationship with Flame, I've been challenged a a great bit about... I've I've been challenged a great bit by... His observations, even some of the caricatures that we have of Luther, yeah, for Um, sure. I I know. um, What's the 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 really popular joint that we believe about Luther? About uh, he didn't,
2: he wasn't cool with the Book of James. Oh yeah, he ripped the Book of James out the Bible and just thought that
0: it was just you know the Holy Spirit was just off the job for (laughs) a chapter. Yeah. Uh, Flame argues that's that's actually didn't happen.
2: (laughs) Correct. Yeah. He he actually included the Book of James in his um, in his particularly his second. Uh, Bible translation, and he—the point was—he was comparing James and Romans, and he mm-hmm. was saying the book of Romans is like gold, the book of James is like straw. But he wasn't thinking straw was a bad thing, right? It's—it's, it's, I mean, it's usable in a thousand different ways, sure, sure, that are good that have benefited society right. at a certain time period. Sure, so he, sure. he held it. To a high regard, but in terms of the book of Romans, which is justification by faith, right, top down, he's saying, that's gold. That's how we're made, right with God. Right. Book of James is going to give you the horizontal yeah. sort of instruction on how to live out your faith before men. Right. So those good works are... For your neighbor. Mm -hmm. That's what faith without works is dead. Right, right. You know, it's horizontally, not between us and God. Mm -hmm. So he, yeah, he valued the book of James. Which
1: I think what he says about that would seem like what everybody else would think if they're thinking about how, like, you're thinking about the difference between how Paul is laying out this justification by faith and did what James is saying. You're going to be like, well, first of all, they're not the same. Right. And Paul is going in a deeper kind of like vertical. Uh, sense of it right and then you have James that can kind of can be like in the, the more horizontal kind of you know what I'm saying wider just like like you said for your neighbor type of thing yeah. right right it just feels but like they're
0: a lot more comp- complimentary than we right. would imagine right I think one of the, the powerful things that uh, in in uh, Flame and I have had good spirited debate and also I've just had some very insightful moments as I have been challenged by the things that he has you know brought to the table one of the things about reform culture, which in a lot of ways, reform culture is going through a reckoning right now. I mean, man. this thing is just, it just feels like it's falling apart. People are becoming disillusioned. A lot of-
1: But it should be going through a reckoning. I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't since, mean to cut uh, you off. No,
0: no. A lot of stuff There's a to go. lot of toxic yes, stuff within all reform kinds, culture, yeah. man. Over, I'm listening to, I am listening to Christianity Today's podcast on the rise and fall of Mars, Mars Hill. Hill. Yeah. And this muscular Jesus dog. Mm-hmm. This Jesus, who, who whose heart is small, but his biceps are large, Method. and he walks around just slamming people, calling all men, you know, children and 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 punks, and right. is walking around dominating uh, women. That John, um, that John Wayne Christianity, that man. John Wayne Christianity, like, is just bankrupting churches and bankrupt bankrupting people, it's crushing Ooh, people, it's crushing people, absolutely crushing marriages, right. And, and, uh, and, and Mars Hill, in a lot of ways, was the, 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 the final form, like the ultimate manifestation of all these ideas coming into this, this toxic expression that end up just, you know, obviously being a, a disaster. But what we have noticed, one of the things that I have noticed is how, um, and my, my pastor, Daryl Wilson, was talking about this a couple of weeks ago on Sunday, how we can often overemphasize the power of God. Mm-hmm. You don't even think about se- thinking about, think about that way. God is obviously powerful, but mm-hmm. that's not. If if God only wanted you to know He was strong, that's all He would have talked about. <laughs> right? It. Don't disrespect all of the other ways God communicates the
1: complexity of His emotional right. life, which is power, which is power puts all those other ways in a perspective about how amazing God is. That's right. That's right. There's with a context. All of the other right. Yes. Right. Yes.
0: Right. We can oftentimes overemphasize His power and underemphasize His heart. Yeah. You can and you can kind of overemphasize. His transcendence, and then you can mm. underemphasize his relationality. how close that's yeah. That's why have. That's, that's why we feel funny when we mm. read the Old Testament and it sounds like God changed his mind about something. <laughs> it sounds like God is sad about something. Right. What do you mean you sad? God? <laughs> Mark Driscoll was criticizing Elton John for singing at, um, at Central Park in New York after the 9/11 attack in tears. So, you know, crying mm-hmm. at the, the loss of all these people in the World Trade Center and, and Mark Driscoll was criticizing him. Look at this. This is our response. He said, Islam is strong and masculine. They fly planes in the buildings. But what we do, we sing songs at Central Park performed by a homosexual. Okay. That's what he said, bro. And, 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 and all of that just sums up the point that this is a misappropriation of who God is. That God, I don't care what Elton John's orientation was, if he was mourning the loss of human, of image bearers and singing songs of hope, then he was adjacent. He was in alignment with what God feels towards
1: the death of his creation. Same cats will be coming to Jesus asking him why he's crying over Lazarus, bro. Say Exactly. Why are you crying? Aren't you about to resurrect him? Yes. Aren't you Be God strong, be a man. Be strong. Bring him back to life. Be a man. You, Aren't you about you? You know that you're about to resurrect him. What you crying for? Do you remember like that what? moment
0: when Driscoll? I noticed I'm not. I'm not going to say Driscoll. I'm Remember <laughs> that moment when Driscoll started screaming at his uh his audience, his congregation, and he was like, There's "Some of you in there, right tonight, today, who are." who are, you know, you're still touching your girlfriend. And there's some of you out there today who are not praying with your wife. What is wrong with you? You started screaming. Did you know that CT uncovered that he did that every single service?
1: The whole thing was scripted? That that was a part of the
0: plan? That he was going to scream at the audience? And that's what he does regularly in his counseling sessions with men? Mm. That there is a over-masculinization, if that's a word, Mm. of Jesus God in reformed culture that misses the totality of who God is. That has been a big part of what has made me realize that I want to distance myself in mm-hmm. some ways mm-hmm. from the term Calvinist. Um I, I, I do. So, anyways, I'm gonna bounce past the flame. Flame, why don't you give us some of your your top tier <laughs> dissensions? Oh my goodness. No, this
2: is good. So so this so my guess is this. Um, so you know, before we or we could look at specific scriptures in the Mm -hmm. bible but it makes sense sort of that this attitude was sort of spring forth from more of the calvinistic tradition now i'm not again you know saying every calvinist has this spirit this attitude at all right right. i have a lot of good friends brothers and sisters in the lord who still hold to those sets of teachings so Mm -hmm. that aside sure but calvinism has sort of extracted the universality from the gospel and god's personality so Mm. so things are very um introverted exclusive um and for a particular group of people Mm -hmm. so we already talked about total depravity so you can kind of we discussed the implications of kind of that attitude that mood Mm that sort of birth in you then you think of uh limited atonement Mm -hmm. so now we're narrowing things down again so who does who does God care for? Who does He care for in His most unique way? Right, right. It's it's limited. Sure, you know what I'm saying. Um, so, you know, I think some of the some of those doctrines, and obviously, you know, they're based on scriptures. So sure. I'm not saying that mm-hmm. Calvinists don't have reasons from the Bible for right. believing those right, things. Sure, my point would just be as one who's now thinking outside of that sort of you know spectrum. Mm-hmm. I've been able to reapproach those scriptures and look at them. Through the lenses of the ancient church, mm-hmm. those old dead African men mm-hmm. who were thinking through these things sure. um and cared deeply. They had the same or have the same Holy Spirit that we do. Amen, mm-hmm. brother. Um, and I've been able to sort of reapproach a lot of those texts that painted this picture of God in my mind as this exclusive um, savior who's mm-hmm. only dying for a particular group of people. And that bears a certain personality and right. attitude. It does. But when mm. you when you see God's heart for all people; He desires yeah. that all men will yeah. be saved yeah. and mm-hmm. come to the knowledge of Christ. If you can just, we always talk about the plain meaning of the text right. in the Calvinistic right. circle. Right. So, if we could take that scripture at its for its plain meaning, I think that alone sort of gives you a new picture of this God who is uh, love. Yeah. Right. 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 So, but there is this interesting preoccupation with election and predestination in the Calvinistic construct mm-hmm. um, that sort of gets away from what I would argue is Paul's intention. Paul's intention with election is always to comfort people. Yes,
0: are right, yes, struggling. Right, he right, wants right, them right.
2: to know, you know what? You were predestined before the foundation of the world. Wow, wow, don't wow, be discouraged, wow. right. don't be dismayed. Right. Like it's a It's a doctrine that should lift you up. But if it's sort of isolated from the universality of what Jesus accomplished on the cross, now it's a threat. It is so it becomes a scary doctrine. Yes. You're always wondering: Am I in? Am I out? Am I one
0: of the ones that get Jesus? the gold? Right. Like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? Did I do I go Drive yeah, the ticket? Right, right. 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 right.
2: exactly, oh, no! exactly. Right. Right. And then that bears down on the way you understand sanctification or spiritual growth, and then the walls close in. Right, and now you just have this vision of God that I believe is dishonest. Right to the way the ancient church would have seen God, mm-hmm. to the way the scriptures exposes God's personality. Right. And I think, by and large, that's what a lot of people are feeling. They're suffocating underneath this um, version of Christianity that's taking the oxygen out the room. Ooh. right? So there's these imperfections in us, and we feel like, I can't live this out if God is constantly causing me to... Make my calling an election sure. If that's, I have to live under that responsibility. Extracted from the context in which mm-hmm. Paul was even using those sure. words, sure. in which people was trying to discredit him, right and. Paul, like, y'all trying to discredit me, you need to check your own salvation. Right, right, a few verses later, he goes on to affirm them as the elect. Right, But when you isolate that verse and you just preach it- There it is. You need to make your calling and election sure. Now I'm regularly living under this burden. Am Mm. I sure, am I sure, am I sure, am I sure. sure? Right, right, right. That that flips God's character in your mind and then you become afraid of him. Even though you hear these sweet (sighs) affirmations of his glory and his kindness and his grace, and and he died just for you. Those right, are sweet right. ideas, right. but then they turn on you Ooh. based on the way you understand sanctification, election, right. irresistible grace. Right. So it's it's kind of competing against itself within sure. the five point two. Oh, what mm. a point! Yeah, I
0: I, I have found, first of all, brother. Thank you for that sharing was great. that, man. Yeah. I, I can I, I already can just you know I can hear people smile. I can see people in my mind mm. smiling at what you just said. Mm-hmm. It's like oh. So what happens, and this is what, what Flame has done in his in his Extra Notes project, mm. is what happens if you start looking to Jesus for your salvation and not your performance? I'm not talking about simply to come into faith. I'm talking about all of life is a gazing upon Jesus, and then in your sort of growing and becoming more like him, it isn't marked by guilt and shame and and just heaping upon condemnation on yourself and and what happens more than not faking around other Christians mm. because y'all all of us I was just thinking about that this morning I, randomly on my drive to the uh on, on our ride to the uh, airport is how one of the things I don't like about Christian the Christian celebrity culture mm-hmm. which in some ways we are a, a part of in some <laughs> ways what I don't like about it is that As much as I love Hillsong and I love Maverick City, I love seeing Christian influencers and I I love it. Authors, all that stuff. The audience can start to feel like when they're on stage preaching and they're telling us what we all should be doing, what we shouldn't be doing. They're they're, they're talking about the the ways in which God is calling us up and higher and to more and the sacrifice and the love and all that stuff. It would seem like you do that stuff perfectly. Message. And I'm nowhere, I'm nowhere like, you know, that's not in me. I don't feel that way. I don't. And we don't, we're not telling people that, oh, I don't feel like this all the time. I got to fight for joy and faith. I got to fight. I, I fall. I I am broken. I, I am just like you. There is right, nothing right, unique. Right, right. The only thing happening here is I got a mic in my hand there's lights on me, yeah. but I'm the same person that, that you are. Yeah. Right, right. And, and I think that w- we can get, we can get separated and, and it becomes discouraging when people are like, why am I not like KB? Yeah. Well, because KB is not how you think KB is. That's <laughs> right, why. Right. KB's more Me like either. you. Yeah. Flame isn't who you, you know what I'm saying? He's not, now, we're not a whole other, are not like we don't live this stuff out. <laughs> I like you live in double I like, got right. prostitutes right. and stuff right. on right. the side. Right, right, right. Well, you it get, playing. get to, it playing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 we, we still strive to, to be men of integrity, yeah. but we are, our music makes, our music and our influence and our writing and our tweets make us more spiritual than we actually are. Mm-hmm. And I think that, what we need is people to bring I, this is my, my one of my points in the book. We need a more human gospel, man. Yeah. We need a gospel that is speaking to people. Yeah. Like right. Where we are yeah. in our struggles, in our frailty, like, like, like. Like David says, that Lord, you know our frailty. Yeah. Deal mm-hmm. with us in accordance to what you know about us, right? Or yeah. think about the 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 name is escaping me, but the there was a, a dude in the Old Testament who was about to be handed over to the people, and he said, "God, you deal with me. Don't let them deal with me." Mm-hmm. Yeah. That he thought in his mind that he had a better chance at mercy yeah. by being in the hands of God than, than being the in the hands of the people, right. yeah. because that's who God is. He right. under he is a understanding God, yeah. not a God of compromise. But right. a God who understands human weakness and frailty, and is there to minister and walk with you through it, and to bring you into a reality yeah. that isn't dependent on you—it's dependent mm. on Him—and yes. uh, and that does not throw holiness out the window and effort out the window and righteousness out there. It doesn't not at all, but it does take the 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 sort of uh, the suffocation off of it, yeah. right? Yeah. So I I, I just feel. A, a, a spirit of freedom, bro, if I can yeah. say that. Yeah. And thinking about looking to Christ and and not making, you know, the, the constant, li- doing co- constant litany tests on if I'm actually in the faith or not yeah. every single day. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: That's good, bro. Yeah. And I, I love the Luther quote that God does not need our good works, but With our neighbor. neighbor does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like right? that too. So it's like, so um, God's law, his good word for people and Christians included. Um, Is still good and holy and righteous, but the the letter kill it. Paul says the law crushes us, but mm-hmm. the spirit brings life. Yeah. Right? So there's this there's this use of the law that shows us that we're you know we're falling beneath mm-hmm. God's standard. Right. There's this use of the law that functions as a mirror. Mm-hmm. We see it and we see our sinfulness, and mm-hmm. then that crushes us. It kills us. Um, but then the gospel brings us to life. And then there's this third use of the law, which is now informing the Christian this is God's good way for you to spend your seconds, your minutes, your hours, your mm. days, your yeah. weeks, your months in this world. Mm-hmm. So when we do those good works, it's for the benefit of our neighbors. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if I'm, you know, a husband, I'm doing things that honor my wife, for my wife. Right. Yeah. If I'm a, you know, a, a son, I'm doing things to honor my parents, for my parents, right? Right? right, 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 right. right? Whatever my vocations are in a world I'm functioning in those ways to do good to the people that you know, I serve as God's hands and feet in the world, right? Sure. But and those are all horizontal responsibilities that obviously we do to God's glory, sure, sure, I mean, right, smiling yeah. about them. But those aren't the things that God is looking at to see if we're in or not, right? 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 Because right. we're justified by faith, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Right? That's right. what Paul says about um, Abraham, yeah. Right, and right. he says that in in Genesis fifteen, he says that Abraham was justified by faith but in Genesis 12 is when Abraham was saved. So what's going on there? Mm -hmm. He's had time to live out his faith, and then later on Paul reaffirms that he's still justified by faith. Mm -hmm. Not because of his circumcision, which he performed after, Mm -hmm. right? Right. It's still, even in between life and death as a Christian, you're always gonna be justified by your faith. And not just faith in faith, faith in God's promise to forgive, faith Mm -hmm. in God's word, Jesus says, I promise to forgive you. Mm-hmm. We lay hold of that promise by faith, and that faith is a gift that he gave us anyway. Right. Sure. That's what justifies us, Paul says. Right. But in terms of my holiness, if you want to use that word, my sanctification, right. my good works, I'm doing those things for my neighbor, not to prove anything to God, not to get extra credit in sanctification, sure. not to get more acceptance. It's not a scale for am I really saved or not. Now, for sure, bearing fruit does tell us, it can tell us something about- The Holy right. Spirit working in us, yeah. right? right? You can tell a tree its fruit. Sure, right. sure. Um, I'm looking at a false prophet. I'm trying to see if he's a true prophet or a false prophet. I'm looking at, is he taking advantage of women? Is he right. you know, stealing money? Sure. So I am looking at fruit to gates. Sure, sure. Something about- other people, and maybe even myself. But yeah. it isn't the ultimate place mm-hmm. that the Bible is sending us to affirm those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's where, uh, you know, not taking shots at Calvinists, but I think a certain doctrines um, that have come in to function as a replacement for. Extranos, mm-hmm. and that's where you know I kind of get into it. with What Christ. is extranos? So, mm-hmm. extranos is just a Latin phrase that means outside of us. Mm-hmm. That's Thank you for asking that. So, basically, um, you know, there are certain doctrines that were later developed from the Calvinistic Reformation that sort of gave us this comfort things like uh limited atonement. Mm-hmm. So, limited atonement functions as an assurance for Christians, so we feel like, okay, I know Jesus died for me in right. particular, right, so. I don't know about you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I got mine. Which is very, it's very novel to church history, so mm-hmm. you talk about the African Christians like um, Augustine and others who wouldn't have understood um, salvation in a way that the Calvinistic Reformation later sure. sort of introduced. My point is the the sacraments is what functioned to serve the church as as um realities that God is implementing outside of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. God isn't threatened by his creation, he engages his creation. Right. right? right you right. think of um, you know, when the children of Israel were complaining about being in a wilderness mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then, you know, they're bitten by these these snakes, and then uh, God tells Moses, hey, build a, a fiery serpent, put it right. on an iron staff, mm-hmm. and all the people have to do is look, look at, at the staff, mm-hmm. and they'll be healed. Is there any power in the fiery serpent? No, it's just a <laughs> fiery serpent that Moses made. Right. Is there any power in this iron staff? No, it's just a regular piece of creation. But God's word, mm. which was look at it,
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. what
2: a promise was, and by faith, they said, "We gonna." God said, look at it. That's what's going to heal us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They looked at it, and they were healed. That's wow. all the sacraments Powerful. are, is these external, regular things, the waters of baptism, bread and wine, but it's God's promise that he made through those things, and he says, I'm going to supernaturally use these as means to accomplish my purpose. (laughs) These were the doctrines that held the ancient church and gave them that assurance to go Mm. through persecution. We talked about um, two sisters who were martyrs. Right, 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 right.
0: Felicitas and... They uh would
2: have understood the sacraments this way. There is this... I love right now that there is this um, resurfacing of the African church and, yeah. and it's right. called the Egyptian Coptic mm-hmm. church, the mm-hmm. Ethiopian, I love it. But I think we should also do them the the kindness of talking about what they believe.
1: Right. Mm. So let's not just- Because be shan- we're just talking about them for their Yo. ethnicity. Exactly. We're just yeah, kind of yeah, But we're not talking about their theology. Bingo. Right, what right. were
2: the doctrines that they held on to right. that yeah. kept them fortified amid amongst Greek thought that was pushing in mm. against Christianity? And, you know, threatening the church. These African and Greek and other Christians were fighting vehemently with this ex, extra understanding of God's physicality, how he's engaged in the world. Woo! And that's on, what play. kept them in the middle of Come all on, of these play. turbulent times. Right. So I think in Western Christianity and, 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 you know, particular American Christianity, we don't really like the regular stuff idea. It's no, right, no, no, beneath no. God. It doesn't feel as sophisticated as us modern post-Enlightenment thinkers. That's right. a little... You know, uns- you know, unsophisticated yeah. of is it, God is to that engage simple, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 simple,
2: regular things. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But God told Israel he says, march around the walls of Jericho seven times. Israel. No, no military general <laughs> will look at his enemies and come up with that as a as a strategic right, plan. Right. Say, so just walk around a wall seven times. On a seventh time, it's gonna fall. But God said, do it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's
2: God's word. It's that
0: trusting we trust. in what God has it's said. Man, what just what gave he me, me goosebumps, he says, bro. Is, yeah, it's trusting in what God has said. Yeah, yes, it's not I about the it. actual action. Yes, yes. yeah, yeah. Because sometimes the action doesn't. The, most of
1: the time, the action doesn't make sense. Facts. Yeah, yeah. Which is, but what, I do love how the help.
0: action is. The action is 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 a kind of evidence of your trusting in what God has said. Right. But it is the trusting of what God has said that is the power. That's the God's power. Yes, um, yes. And 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 again, that's when I think about American Christianity. And let me just say this real quick. There's a book called. Will the real heretics please stand up? Written mm-hmm. many, many years ago, that is comparing what ancient church fathers believe compared to what our doctrines are the today. There's some shocking stuff in that book. <laughs> and it's all quotations. Yeah. It's check that out. I'm also reading another book called The Um, it's called uh, The Anatomy of of Deconversion. Mm-hmm. And it's basically this, this author is walking through the um the phenomenon of people le- leaving the the church in America. And what he is alleging in the book, he's proposing in the book, is that for every one person that converts to Christianity today, four people are leaving. Okay. Mm. And he starts to detail the anatomy of what's happening right. there. Like an autopsy. Like an autopsy. And some of the big things that he's coming down with, like this is what people are citing. It's not so much the suffering stuff like you know, I couldn't make sense of why my grandma died or my mom died or whatever or why I got sick. A lot of it has to do with the hypocrisy that that, that we are seeing in the church and also the overstringent, like super uh, fundamental kind of Christianity that removes sort of the spirit of the faith. It's it sort of extra. So what it takes is the seven, the marching around. The, the the Jericho seven times it it takes the the kind of uh, the 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 laws the letter of the law and mm-hmm. elevates it to the sum of what Christianity is. He told the story about this one guy who had left the faith. He was an atheist now, and uh, his parents he and, and uh, he grew up in a household. That was just kind of all of those things where Christianity was basically a a, a list of priorities that were mm-hmm. that you can that you can look to your performance and those who are performing right those are people that are in those performing wrong or not, and uh, he said that he went out to eat with his family, and um and he ordered a beer, right? His and his family are still believers. He's an atheist. He ordered a beer, you know, say at Chili's or whatever. Beer comes out. He said that his parents were far more upset that he ordered a beer than the fact that he was an atheist (laughs) Mm. far more upset with that they were far more upset with the form right (laughs) but they completely missed the function right the function of what christian what is what is christianity supposed to be yeah and i think in a lot of ways what we need in this country and i'm so glad that that there are voices that are emerging, like Esau McCullough. Right. And and, and Flame and, and, and I hope Southside Rabbi and, and all these other voices that are coming to the table saying, We have been steeped in the Christianity of the land which has many different heads to it. It has this sort of this over spiritualization that, that hates the earth and looks down on science and therapy and complexity Mm -hmm. or, or, or or maybe it's this thing that elevates the performance of the Christian over the person of Jesus Christ and trusting him and letting grace and forgiveness and, and, and sanctification and holiness be something that is not measured by how good we are compared to other sinners, Mm -hmm. Right? But it's extra something that's more extra no, something that looks to Jesus. Uh it, it, it's it's nationalism. You know what I'm saying? Land is right. nationalism that sees Jesus as a mascot. He is not the guy that's driving the ship. Yeah. Um, he is the dude that's painted on the side of the ship. Right, but we are driving this thing. Right, (laughs) that's exactly we. We are, you know, we are driving in in America Mm -hmm. in its focus and its priority. uh, Something that Christianity land is rife with 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 with, uh, racial strife. It's amazing to me that Pew Research is emphatic, bro. That the the Pew Research has done all these studies to show that if you want to find the people in society who are most likely to be racist to hate. Uh, uh, to to be uh, hostile towards immigrants, to to feel good about about you know banning uh, certain religions from coming to country. If you want to find those people, evangelical Christians right. are housing them, yeah, above everybody else. Wow. This you know, these are the things that are marking the Christianity of the land. But what we need is a re- what we need is the recasting, the revival of the Christianity of Christ which is not actually trying to pave a way forward that's more innovative that's the other thing you see Christianity in the land is that we think that we can innovate people into the church by right. having having uh, greater performances and more smoke machines and, and more dope performances and LED walls behind us that we're going to pave a cool Christianity right. that that's going to win people that's going to fizzle out as well mm-hmm. the only way forward is looking backwards <laughs> it is going back to look at the ancient expression of Christianity for it's first three years how it was able to transform the world yeah. what were they marked by i talk about this in the book as well right. what were they what were they known for they were known for radical reorientation mm-hmm. of the society where the women women were valued in in their circles and given positions of leadership when that was right. unheard of right. in, the, in the roman empire they cared for the sick they welcomed the neighbor um uh stark the 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 sociologist or excuse me he's a a professor of religion his last rodney stark is his name he wrote this book about this concept or he's talking about where he looks where he does a dissection of all of the things that marked the early church and he talked about how they also were multi-ethnic bro That where you would go places and find people saying we only uh, roll with people of our nationality, they rejected the identity of the nation as their own and took on the identity of the kingdom and welcomed all sorts of people in, bro. It's crazy. All the things that we imagined in our ideas, they were living that. Not because they were special kinds of people or because Jesus was actually on this earth a hundred years ago. So therefore we feel like, no, it was none of that. They actually lived out the pure, peaceable Christianity of Christ by Divorcing themselves from the the reimaginations and the idolatries of the land, mm-hmm. the religions of the land right that's what we need here in mm-hmm. our country mm-hmm. and I think by God's grace is happening right it's happening. It feels like it's happening yeah it definitely does it's a slow
1: I feel like it's a slow cook yeah but I feel like it is starting to happen and I think that there's this idea I think from a lot of evangelicals, especially within reform circles that all of this change is see? This is what we were saying. All of that liberal stuff is everybody's starting to get away from yep. what Christianity is. And now people are doing all this liberal. And I don't think that this is that, that is the main crux of what's happening. Right, right, right. I think that there's a reorientation of people saying there needs to be a Christianity that is truly the Christianity of Christ that transcends the Christianity of the land. Yeah. That mm. comes with all of like the nationalism, the kind of like... Uh, uh, American contextualized, westernized thinking, all of that stuff baked into it. Right. We need to get back to a Christianity that's like bare bones, purely the Christianity of Christ. Of course, that's still also going to be contextualized, sure. but it's going to transcend all of the things that have been kind of in this package deal of, especially if we're thinking about America, like yeah. this American Christianity because from the beginning, Christianity in America had this had all of these kind of package deal things that came with it right. that were not necessarily the Christianity of Christ more sure, than it was sure. the Christianity of the land, yeah. and so I think that now people are trying to explore that more. That's why, you, like you said, I'm so glad of the 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 folks like the Esau McCullers. Yes, yeah, yeah I yeah. mean McCulley's. Uh, Anglican guy that's getting, you know, these, the, that's getting all of this profile, you know what I'm saying? And, and, um and I'm, I'm just glad that we are starting to have this conversation now about being honest about some of the things that we have been taught, taking for granted um that were not necessarily biblical more than they were cultural. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and we've just m- intermingled it with we've kind of justified it by trying to give theology, make it a theology and we've made cultural norms a theology. Yeah, yeah. We theologized it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think and I think to flames point that there's significant parts of church history that we've ignored. That yeah. even our church history ha- has been uh, myopic and narrow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um and like you said, we could take advantage of wanting the classical ancient African Christians for their skin color and not for their theology, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> and I think that if we do that, we also do our African Christian brothers and sisters a disservice because we are only using them for their skin and we're not using them for their theology and what they can teach mm-hmm. yeah. us and that Isn't way that they're culture not culture vulturing we're yeah. Co- yeah we're not letting, and, and that <laughs> way they culture- are actually not teaching us anything we are not going to them to learn anything we yeah. are just, just using them. We're, them we're just appropriating them. hey and them.
0: shout out to the homie luther because luther had a deep love he, yeah. for the ethiopian church he did and he, he was did. very much influenced and it he was almost. It. i think that the word romantic has been used in describing his sort of love for them that there's a sort of Mm-hmm. Like man, this is it. You right, know what right, I'm saying? Right. Yeah. yeah. So I appreciate friend, that.
2: He had a friend named Michael the Deacon. who was an Ethiopian. Oh. And this was the time where he was excommunicated from the uh, medieval Roman Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. And you know what is Christianity outside of the, you know, Christendom at, at that time? Mm, right. That time, right. Right. So he found much comfort in you know, the friendship that he had with Michael the deacon, and he found that they had already had a Bible translated in their language. Yeah. He's like, how? <laughs> how? how? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, he found that they had the same views on the Lord's Supper and baptism. So for him, this was evidence because the Ethiopian church was never colonized. It never came up under mm-hmm. Roman Catholic thought. Mm-hmm. So for him, this just gave him great comfort in seeing what Christianity was, apart from the influence of this infrastructure mm-hmm. so yeah i mean it's just much for us to learn and i think people people want it bro they want to man. still be christians yeah, right yeah. they want to Absolutely. still trust jesus and they're looking and hoping for something that will affirm their desire to still be christians right. and i
1: love that we're unearthing these things right God, God, for the sake of the gospel bro i love really. that you point. said what you said about like people still wanting it because yeah. i feel like folks see I know the popular word that has been being used with people lately has been like deconstruction and they, they don't mean deconstruction in like the philosophical sense. Like, you know, we're deconstructing language and (laughs) they're not talking about that in like structuralism and post-structuralism, but it's just like re-examining like, what is it that I believe in and where has it come from? What what hands has this been through before I got it? What things are, am I taking on that I have taken for granted? Um that that are not may not necessarily be biblical more than their cultural and, it, and even it being cultural, that having its own agenda attached to it. And I think that there are folks that are going Ooh. through this kind of crises. Mm-hmm. But like Flame said, they still want Jesus. And what happens is like what I've been seeing in evangelicalism and from some reform folks, when they see folks going through these crises, they're saying, see, see? You guys, with that's this, where with this goes. That's where it's going. It's getting people to start doubting their faith, and then before you know it, they're liberal and they're believing all this heresy. Like, and 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 number one, you do that person that still wants Jesus a total disservice. Yeah, that's you know what I'm saying because now you're you're further alienating them. Mm-hmm. But I think that as Flame said, people still want Jesus. They just I think that what they're trying to do is they're trying to say who is the true Jesus. That's right because
0: we don't want that Jesus. Right,
1: because because this Jesus yeah. who I who I thought I had and I had, I feel like this is not the true Jesus of the Bible but I know that there there is a true Jesus I have this idea of who I'm thinking the true Jesus is this Jesus that has a heart
0: Yes, yes, right? yes.
1: The, the 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 Jesus that's just not all power, all power and no heart. Right, right, right. All muscle and no heart. Right, Big right. bicep, small heart. Rath, yeah. just wrath. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just full, just full ah! of wrath, waiting to smash everyone. <laughs> yeah. Sword is just drunk for blood. <laughs> that's the Jesus that I've I've been, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That I've been given. And so I think folks are saying, will the real Jesus please stand up? And yes. they know that G- the real Jesus is standing. They're just like,
0: who? Yeah, because cats have had real experiences with God. I but think yes. that's, that's the thing that folks are like, well, how do I make sense of what I went through that day in my room or when I was on that trip or when that preacher was I preaching or how I felt. When God, when God revealed himself to me and I knew that I knew that I knew that he was real.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How do I make sense of that now? See, and that's why I'm saying that. Does that, that mean that, that what happened then was, it was right. not what didn't really happen? Yeah, you can't say to them they was Ever with
2: us in the first? You, yes,
0: and that, that's the thing. And bro, you know what? That that's actually a, one of the things that that the author pointed out in um that book, The Anatomy of Deconversion, mm-hmm. is how that's our our that's our panacea, that's oh. our catch all when somebody walks away is well, you if they start you know first John says they were they went out they were with us and they went out from among us, proving that they were never with us. Which then, f- well, if you take that verse to mean that that's the only explanation here. Or you don't even factor in the things about causing people to stumble. Remember, what Jesus said that you cause one of these little ones to stumble? It's better to put a, 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 a freaking stone brick around your neck, around and, your throw neck you and jump, jump into the a, in the bottom of the Atlantic. To, <laughs> go, go find an ocean, go to the Howard Franklin and jump into the Gulf. What does that mean? There's, there's far <laughs> more involved in here besides that they were imposters. Yeah. But in fact, here's the, the, the greater context of scripture the greater context of scripture is that you and I are in the faith right now, mm-hmm. but there are threats. There are threats to you and me, right? That we need to be mindful of, lest you and me are deceived and fall away, right? So there, there is. I, I'm not saying we can lose our salvation. We're, this episode is not. We're not. We're not talking about that here. We will talk about that some other time. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is, the idea is, is that God wants you to take His warning serious. You, Paul says over and over again, you are in Him if right. You continue. Right. So continuing is a big part of what it means for us to be here. We need to heed that. Has warnings have their place. But I think what is important for us to understand in this conversation is that if we are indeed starting to erect things that are sort of belying the sort of spirit and the the. the the heart of the scripture you are going to continue to get a kind of mass exodus from the faith and we need to start looking in the mirror people are ship uh, people are are jumping ship and we we are blaming them for jumping but we're not talking about the fact there's a fire on board right so let me just say this i got two two quick points i want to make what we see happening is we see people talking about you know this world is going to hell right there's two points i want to make the witch world's going to hell in the handbasket. Look, look at where our nation is now. They're talking about making transgender bathrooms, and, and now they're talking, you know, men, you know, biological men are are now being called women, and there's he, her, and cisgender. This, look at where we are. I remember back in, you know, when when we were great, there was only a male and a female bathroom, and and it was just him and her and, and stuff like that. Listen. Let me just and, say, and women couldn't vote, and women black people couldn't. That's what I'm saying, because that's where you got to start going. And, and,
1: and then, and, and wives were in abusive marriages, where, they, right. where their husband was slapping them around. But because there was no concept of them getting a divorce, they just stayed until they died, and yeah. they were miserable. That's right. Like, I, and then their children watched, and, they, watched yeah. the whole thing. There was, and they came the, the, there was no divorces happening back then. Yeah, that's because wives were getting slapped around, and they were staying until they were dead. And that's right. And where would they go if they did get a divorce? Right, right. And, and Johnny, and 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 John, John Frank. Who who was getting milk delivered to the house was sleeping with Ann down the street and the wife knew about it and could do nothing about yeah. it <laughs> Because she didn't have a job. That was so specific. But she, our numbers you. were I'm good. Thank you, bro. But, hey,
0: but our marriage numbers were strong. But, but we were not getting divorced, though. That's right, that's yeah. right. This is what I'm saying. When you start thinking about Sorry, guys. the good the golden age of our country, it, it wasn't that the golden Christianity age. of the land will tell you that we are we are becoming less and less like Jesus. Mm-hmm. When we start thinking about when we were really when y'all consider us being like Jesus, black people were being lynched in the streets mm-hmm. and, and churches. Well, church services would be delayed so everybody can go watch the lynching. Hey,
2: free smoke, free smoke, hey, free smoke, free smoke. Hey, pastor's
0: gonna preach an hour later because there's a lynching that we're going to go all watch. This is what was happening in the golden age. When we we're a Christian nation mm-hmm. with strong family
1: values. Course, yeah. Cause like Russell Moore said, nostalgia sometimes is the recollection of history without the guilt, bro. Ooh.
0: That's what it is. The recollection of history without the guilt. And what what is is. happening, this is what's happening. This is the two points I wanted to make. I'm so sorry. The two points I wanted to make is what's happening is the children of that movement, of the man, we are just getting this this fundamental, fundamentalism. We're getting away from the the, the soul of our nation. We're losing the face of this nation is changing. The children are listening to y'all talk like this. And then they're going to school. Isaiah kind of, uh, Isaiah uh, hinted at this. He talked about this a little bit in our first episode in the CRT series. They're going to school and then history starts talking. Mm. And says, you know that, that period of time that your, your mama and your daddy are, 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 are heralding like it was the time when Jesus was just about to come back? Jesus was like, man, the world is so good. I'm about to come and just put the cherry on top. <laughs> Here's all the stuff that was happening. This is what was happening to the Chinese. Mm-hmm. This is what was happening to the Native Americans. Mm-hmm. This is what was happening to the Mexicans in Texas. Mm-hmm. This is what and then history starts telling you this story, and you're like, oh hold on a second. Then simple stuff like dinosaur bones, cuz. Yeah. Simple stuff like dinosaurs, because we couldn't argue it from the book. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Then we, th- we got real bones. We got I'm holding, <laughs> sir. I went to Egypt. I, I, I held the bone in my hand. I held it. What is this? This did not come from a hundred years ago. This son, is a big horse. My guy. There weren't no horses as big a year, a hundred years ago. This is thousands of years old. Sips, start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you again. Your children start getting out in the world, and then they meet the homosexual or the atheist or the, or the or the Muslim or the Hindu or the Sikh, and they say, "Well, hold up. So you're not a fire breathing dragon. That there seems to be something about you." that is virtuous Mm. and you can't square these things up with this stringent, you know, history, death, Christianity that you've been given. And then what do you do? You must say, if that is Jesus is, I got to punt then. Mm. Oh, I'm going to punt Mm. and I'm done. And then the second point I just want to make real quick that's happening and sort of the, the, the bottom is sort of falling out is that what we see happening with people trying to reconcile This genuine desire for God, eternity is written on our hearts. Mm -hmm. It's still there. Doesn't matter what's happening in the culture, we have this longing. And I love how C.S. Lewis argues that one of the strongest uh, sort of arguments for the existence of God is that our longing for him. Mm -hmm. The fact that I get thirsty speaks to the reality of water. The fact that I get hungry speaks to the reality of food. The the fact that I am even the atheist on the turbulent plane is like, God, please. Mm -hmm. That there's something out there. We know. We we know. The ag- and it ag- may be something because people could call it the universe. People I, could I, call hey, it listen, whatever. I don't know. There's there something be there. The trees right. might be the land, the ocean. Something, there's something bigger. Is, we know it. Oh, there's a bigger reality. And the fact that we long for it, and what we are finding, as these people are exploring other religions and then finding a sense of peace and finding a, a, a they're, they're exploring other schools of thought and finding some kind of connection that they were not experiencing here. Is that what it sort of hints at, not explicitly or perfectly, but it hints at the idea that many of the people who are claiming Christ are getting in the way of people experiencing Christ. That's what is happening is that we are actually making it more difficult for people to find Jesus. We're putting obstacles in the road, giving them things that they need to jump over if they're going to be considered to be truly among us. We're stopping people from being able to really relate to the holy and, and meet with God and experience the presence of God as they should in our communities our communities are becoming outrage factories that are reflections of Republican or super right-wing politics. That's what we are. I listened to a podcast yesterday that made me so angry. I had to cut it off after 10 minutes as I'm watching these Christian men go bring on— uh, quote unquote experts to talk about how masks don't work and how vaccines are a waste of time and how what we need to do this dude this doctor literally said that what we should do is treat COVID-19 like the seasonal flu and let people just die in numbers and let it be what it's going to be it angers me. As you're a man of God, right? Yeah. We're supposed to trust you. Yeah. And you are telling people that the best thing for them to do. He, he said he said I'm not calling for a revolution, but we need to resist the government. Mm. We need to resist what they're doing because they're going to try to take our rights if we listen to wearing a freaking mask in, in public and saying that our kids should wear masks in schools. Mm. What are you doing? And this is what's happening. Cuz you're the fringe, bro. Mm. Right. You're right. the fringe. Mm. But most of us are like we got to wear a mask? Don't want to. Yeah. But I guess we can do that if it's going to help our neighbor. Right. And you're railing against it. Yeah. So they're going to look at you and say, you're not loving because right. you're not being loving. Right. And they're going to say, why do I go get Jesus supposed to make me a better lover when the Jesus peoples are not better lovers? Facts. It infuriates me. I'm sorry. I need no, to calm down. I'm no, no, good. Could. That's, that's hey, righteous indignation. Yeah. You feel? me? Right. So, man, I, I'm just, I, I, I am passionate. That's what I'm writing. When I'm working. When I'm rapping. what I'm preaching. When I'm teaching. When I'm podcasting for partnering for, bro, is for us to recast the Christianity of Christ yeah. to give people. If you're gonna reject Jesus, actually reject him, right? Right. Do not reject his apparitions or right. reject his apparitions, but do not credit him for them. You right. feel me? Right. Well, and, and 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 I, I I am just excited about the prospect of being a part of those Christians who are gonna live their lives. Bringing people down to the sacrificial, peaceable, you know, purposeful Christianity of Jesus and rejecting the, the rejecting the Christianity of this land. Yeah, Amen.
2: Well said, brother. Amen to that. Praise God, man.
0: Okay. I need to go somewhere and calm down. So this has been Southside Rabbi. So grateful to have uh, our not just guests. Um, we want Flame to be a regular contributor. Um, and he has agreed um, at least in my mind, he's already agreed <laughs> he's already to be, uh, <laughs> from time to a time. signed contract before he even <laughs> knows right, 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 right. <laughs> yes. He, through the spirit, he gave me uh right of power of attorney. So he is going to contribute to our show, uh, more regularly. And, um, from time to time, we will be able to get, uh, hear from the, the, the big homie flame, uh, the problem, um, <laughs> on our show. Thank you so much for your contribution, no, brother. Thank you, bro. If you want to, uh, uh, learn more about what flame is doing, even with his, podcast. He has a podcast with The Truth, another one of our heroes uh, called Complicated-ish, complicated-ish.com is the website. Um, Before we get out of here, let me just say, shout out to CSB, one of the proud sponsors of Southside Rabbi. We are actually massive fans of CSB. In fact, we did a episode uh, last year where we talked about our first sponsor, Uh, The Easy Reader Study Bible. Oh, yes. right. You can can find that if you go back to our archives where we talked about the world's first one-page Bible. Okay. (laughs) I mean, did a whole spill on it. Money Mike. Money Mike came in and made it clear. CSB. Uh, saw that we were uh, struggling and they they came they approached us about partnership which actually ended up being beautiful because the CSB version is the official translation that our church uses mm-hmm. um, We are great fans of the translation it reads like contemporary, English okay very readable Um, yeah so it's the cool standard Bible that's still CSB stands for no I'm saying it it stands for something else but that's what I call it the cool standard Bible Um, but yes we are very grateful for that and and commend uh, its um, version of God's inspired word so we love y'all so much God bless you peace